What's up, gentlemen? Before we begin, a friendly reminder that this podcast is not associated with any church, school, or calling body, and nothing we say here is meant to be perceived as the official doctrine, teaching, or theology of any church, school, or calling body. We're a bunch of dudes who love Jesus. We love talking about Jesus, and this is where we air out our thoughts, so don't take it as much more than that. I hope that this is edifying for you. Let's get started with the show. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of a canon, father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. This is the place where young men come to learn what it means to be a man after God's own heart. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. And our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to be the men that God created them to be. So roll up your sleeves, gentlemen, and gird up. It's time to get to work. All right, gentlemen, welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ungamak, and this is a place where young men learn to be the men that God created you to be. Man, we got a lesson for you today. We're going to talk about radical dating, you know, dating, courting, whatever word you want to use. We're going to talk about it today, and I'm pumped. This is the way I date. Um, it's taken me a long time to figure it out and do it the right way, but I'm doing it the right way now, and goodness gracious, is it a blessing. Anyway, um, <laughs> before we get started here, we need to talk about a few things. First of all, if you haven't been to the Gird Up website, you need to do so. Put a link down below. Um, you need to go to the Gird Up website for four reasons. One, you can buy t-shirts there. I'm not wearing one right now because it's hot. But um, you need to get a Gird Up t-shirt there. We're going to put in a new order of t-shirts soon. Uh, but the t-shirts that are there right now are going fast. And the adult sizes, they're almost gone. And when the college kids get back into town, they're probably going to disappear pretty quick. So make sure if you want an adult-sized Gird Up t-shirt, you need to order them now. We do have a fair number of kid sizes left, um, so if you're a smaller lady um, or a kid or whatever small size, maybe just a small dude, I don't know, but those shirts, there are a bunch of those left too, so make sure you order Gird Up t-shirts. All the proceeds from those t-shirts go right back to the podcast and go back to making this thing the greatest podcast possible for you. The second reason you need to go visit that website is that's where you can make donations online. Um, This podcast is free to you, but it's not free for me to make. And so in order to make the podcast and continue to make it moving forward, we got to raise some money to do so. So you can make a $5 cup of coffee donation there. Um, Essentially, it's just you donating $5. $5 is about how much it's going to cost to go out and buy one of those fancy frou-frou drinks that you know you drink at Starbucks or wherever you go. Um, So... Maybe one day, instead of buying your frou-frou coffee, just drink a black cup of coffee like a man and donate $5 to the Gird Up Podcast. You can do that. A bunch of you guys have already done that, and I thank you for it. Um, You can also find links to Patreon and places like that there. Um, But thank you to any of you who have donated. You guys are an absolute blessing to me and to the show and to the bros involved in the show. Um, Third reason you're going to go to the Gird Up Podcast. Uh, go to 
www.girdupministries.com is that that's where you can sign up for mentoring. Now, college-age dudes in particular, but young men in general, are absolutely in crisis. Um, nobody ever teaches us how to manage our time, um, how to keep our crap together, how to be good in relationships, um, how to juggle all the things that life has to offer. And in generations past, we had men around us who could teach us these things and show us the way. Um, but the reality is, unfortunately, in our generation, most of the men in our lives are just as messed up as we are, and they can't be a lot of help, even if they do show up in our lives. Um, and so it's really important to have a mentor. So if you're an older guy, you can sign up for life coaching. I'm glad to connect you uh, with one of our spiritual leaders that will that is, 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 oh man, more than happy and excited to help you guys out. Uh, if you're a younger guy, sign up for the mentoring. Um, it's not expensive. I know I, you, they, you do have to pay money. Um, and and no, I know that college kids don't have a lot of cash laying around. But, man, think about how much of a blessing it could be to instead of just survive college, to be able to bring some more to the chaos that college can be sometimes and thrive during college instead of just skating by and getting through. Um, it's up to you, man. Let us know how we can help you, and we would be glad to show up meaningfully in your life and help you thrive during your college years. But you have to ask. So get on the website, go sign up, and tell us how we can help you uh, be the man that God created you to be. Last reason you need to go to the Gird Up website is that's where you sign up for the 2021 Collegiate Men's Retreat. It's the first time we're ever doing a Collegiate Men's Retreat, and we're super stoked about it and pumped. We're going to have two speakers there. It's going to start on the Friday evening and finish on Sunday morning. Um, it's going to be a whole bunch of worship, a whole lot of fellowship and fun, and we're going to do some serious soul work. We're going to talk about purpose and identity, so figuring out who we are as men, where we come from, where we're going, um, and what our, our lives hold ahead of us and, and the path that we're walking. It's going to be a really powerful um, weekend, a really powerful experience. I personally am really pumped about being involved in it. Like I know I'm organizing it, but I also am pumped to um, attend it, and, and it's going to be awesome. So even if you're not a college-age guy anymore, start talking about it with the dudes around you, with the guys around you who you think would benefit from it, because it's going to be such a blessing to all of us. Um, I'm, I'm so genuinely excited about it. It's going to be uh, November 12th to the, nope, yeah, November 12th to the 14th. Um, and most of the heavy lifting is going to be done on the 13th there on Saturday. It's going to be up at Camp Phillip in Watoma. All that information is online. Go sign up. It is awesome. I'm so pumped about it. I'm really excited to have you guys there. Can't wait to see you there. Um, thank you to anybody who's been supporting us, whether that's with money or with prayers. Um, all of them are a blessing, and we thank God for you. We better say a prayer here and get started with the show as we're going to run out of time. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together again today, for giving us the opportunity to gather around your word um, and talk about some of the most important things we're going to do in our lives, namely building a family um, that we will one day present to you and present before your throne. Lord, uh, help us to be ready and prepared for the day those women come into our lives um, and prepared for the day where we become husbands and dads and things that we might glorify you in everything that we do, including our relationships. Guide my words, Lord, help me to speak the truth in love. In your name we pray. Amen. Fellas, we need to talk about dating. And we got to talk about intentional dating. And, and, and intentional dating gets thrown around a lot. Uh, people talk about intentional dating all the time. And really what they mean by that is just like, yep, remember someday you're going to get married. You're looking for a wife, right? And that can be actually really intimidating. I don't think that's always beneficial to necessarily look at it that way. I think when you go into first dates all the time saying, I am looking for a wife, like that's tough. That is, like, that is tough. 
Um, and so I, I don't know, like, I, I just don't think that that's beneficial, especially for younger guys, uh, to be walking into dating, especially like when it's like your homecoming date, like it, you don't have to be thinking about, you know, Oh, do I need to marry this girl or not? It can be somebody that you genuinely like and you want to spend more time with. And, and we do guys a disservice when we talk about, um, marriage even in those really early really young relationships and that's not to say that we shouldn't be thinking about marriage already um, but we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to only date women that we think we might marry someday um, when we talk that way so when I talk about um, uh, being intentional about dating what I'm really saying is that you know you recognize that that goal is out there and you're actively working towards it as you enjoy the dating scene, if you will. Um, so recognizing that I am seeking to figure out who I want in a spouse and eventually find a spouse, but like I'm not necessarily looking for that spouse right now. I'm figuring out what the, who that spouse is going to be in the future. It's like um, a difference. Like you can't just say, hey, I want to play in the MLB someday and then go try out for the MLB. You have to lay the groundwork. You have to do a whole lot of work between now and then to be able to make the league, right? Think about dating that way. Like when you make the league, when your major league career starts, that's, that's marriage, right? And it's not, you know, obviously it's not over at that point. You're not done pursuing. You can't stop working because you're not, your <laughs> career is not going to last very long. Same is true with marriage. But before those guys end up in the MLB, they do years and years and years of practice and hard work and, and honing their game and getting better at what they do. Think about your dating years as that. Okay, I'm also I, I actually encourage young people to date fairly young. I think as soon as guys start genuinely noticing girls and being attracted to them and crushing on them and things, I'm not talking about like the little puppy love like third grade. Oh, I'm obsessed with my babysitter thing. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about when you get into middle school or early high school. And you genuinely, like, there are girls who you just like, yes, I want to be around you. I want to know you better. I want to be in your life. Go ahead and do that. But you have to be careful about that and intentional about that, too. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit as we go here. Um, if you, if, I've talked about this before, too, like guidelines for, for young people when they first start dating. Okay, there's a whole lot of people. I think about when I was in middle school too. Like there were definitely middle school couples who were behaving the way you would expect like 18, 19, 20 year old couples to behave. And that's not okay. And that's not appropriate. And that's not right. And that's not what I'm talking about. Um, basically the parents give them license to behave like adults, even though they hadn't earned the right to do that yet. And it got really messy and really ugly most of the time. That's not what I'm advocating for. And that's not what my parents were down with either. Um, like I had a homecoming date and things like that, and we had supervised hangouts and dates and things like that, and that was fine. It was great. I actually wish I'd done more of that um, because when I did eventually have a young lady that I was just really, 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 really into in high school, I didn't have the confidence or the skill set to like step active, like meaningfully into her life and say, you know, hey, I want to go out with you. And I never did that, and it just got weird and messy, and actually dragged on for a couple of years, and it made it it damaged her, and it damaged me in some weird ways that I didn't even realize until years later. And I don't want that for for kids. I don't want that for you. And that's why we need to be intentional about starting this process too. You can't <laughs> you can't run till you can walk, right? These are processes that take place over time, and especially in our world right now, you're not going to get a like. 
we don't do arranged marriages in the United States here, guys. So nobody's, the girl's not just going to fall in your lap, which is a huge blessing because in order to marry a woman after God's own heart, you're going to have to be a man after God's own heart first. And that's what we're talking about today. Okay. So with all those things in mind, as you're moving towards you know, relationships and getting to know girls better and starting to have girlfriends and things like that, you're not necessarily saying, this is a girl that I might potentially marry someday. What you're saying is, I'm figuring out what I'm looking for and what I like. So this girl, I like this girl. I'm going to go out with this girl. I'm actually not even super into like the girlfriend, boyfriend labels and things. Like it doesn't bother me, but it does, I'm not like, what does that even mean? Besides that you've agreed not to date anybody else. Like it doesn't really mean much at all. Um, so don't worry about all that stuff as much as, you know, spending more time on people that you enjoy and that you like and that build you up and make your faith stronger and all those things and spend less time around the people that don't. If you don't like them, if you don't get along with them, if they do things that you aren't attracted to, then don't go out with them anymore. So you're figuring out what you're looking for in another person and eventually a spouse and you're not going to figure those things out without practice, without practical experience and time. The other thing is you're learning to communicate. Like men and women don't communicate the same way. They communicate differently and that can be a huge challenge for somebody who hasn't been on a date before, who doesn't start dating until they're 18, 19, 20 or even older um, and they're getting into serious relationships right away without any practice on small time relationships. It becomes a, a, a challenge that they have to overcome because they've never had to communicate inside a relationship before. That can be really, really, really tough. Um, and I'm not a guy who's been on, who's had like a ton of major, like long-term dating relationships. Like I date a girl for a couple of months, start to realize that she's not who I'm looking for and it's over. Right. And, and I feel like I've been really intentional about that. I actually regret not dating a few girls for longer just to see where it would end up. Right. Um, and that's not to say, I, yeah, what I, and that's not to say that I like would go back and do it differently. It's just one of those things that ooh, the spider just dropped in the middle of the camera there. It's one of those things that like. I would advise my own children to do differently, right? Uh, my life would look different at this point <laughs> if I had uh, done those things differently. I don't regret any of it. So I, mean, I guess I did use the re word regret earlier, but I don't actually regret it. I just like, I wish I would have stayed in it a little bit longer um, so that I could experience, you know, working through some things because I didn't do that until I was older and it became a challenge for me when I was like 20, 24. 223 it became a challenge for me to work through things um, because I didn't tr even try to do that earlier on um, so like I said think about eventually I want to like I'm, I'm building a profile if you will of the person I want to end up with someday and maybe this girl is that girl but there's a realistic possibility that she's not especially the younger you are the less likely it is that the girl you're dating is going to be your wife so just recognize that enjoy the time you have um, and when you start to realize that this isn't somebody you want to be with then don't be with them. Um, but with all that in mind, what you're going to do then as a guy who loves Jesus is you're A, going to date women who are in love with Jesus, and B, um, you're going to behave on each date as if this person might be your future wife. And I don't mean that in like a creepy, weird, clingy way or in an irresponsible way where you're playing like fast and loose with um, you know, who they are and what they are and what they're about. I'm not talking about that at all. Um, and I'm talking about recognizing that... Um, because I am taking a step with this person that like we're taking a step towards the intimate, right? By going out and spending time together and all that, I'm going to recognize that if this one is the one I'm going to marry and I'm not going out with this girl, if I don't think she might possibly be someone I want to spend a lot of time with, right? So recognizing that I'll say, Hey, 
I might one day be accountable before the throne of God for how this relationship goes. If she turns out to be my wife, I'm going to be accountable before the throne of God for how this goes. And so I'm not going to play fast and loose with her. I'm also not going to be like emotionally manipulative or anything like that. And I'm not going to take advantage of her. I'm not going to do any of those things that guys so often do. Because I recognize that I'm going to stand and be accountable before the throne of God for what happens here. And also, like I said, as a Christian girl, we're dating Christian girls. We also recognize um, that, like, yes, I hope that this girl, uh, we go long term with this girl. But if I don't go long term with her, because she's a Christian girl, she's going to date other Christian dudes. Which means she's going to end up with one of my bros. She's going to end up with one of my brothers in Christ. And because she's going to end up with one of my bros, one of my brothers in Christ, A, I'm going to leave her better than I found her um, because I genuinely care about her. This is someone I've expressed interest in um, and, and someone that I, I care about and probably even love to some level. Um, and so I'm going to take good care of them and treat them well because they're special to me. But also recognizing that one of my dudes along the way is either going to be built up by the fact that she and I have grown together in faith and now as... Um, they move to the next stage of life. They can be a blessing to each other, right? Or he's going to have to deal with a bunch of baggage that I dealt her because I was irresponsible on a couple uh, offhand dates, right? Because I didn't leave her better than I found her. So that's the goal here is to leave him better than I found him. This is, okay, I, I was telling somebody this the other day. Like my goal, and, and this, this has happened to an extent, but not really um, in my life. But my goal here is when I'm dating a girl, especially if I'm getting serious with a girl, my goal is that if she doesn't marry me, if she ends up marrying some other dude, that's fine, okay, first of all. <laughs> it's not like a personal thing. But she ends up marrying some other dude. I want to, A, be invited to the wedding. Like, I want to be the kind of person in her life that, A, gets invited to the wedding. And, B, the groom will seek me out. Like, it should be that kind of relationship where the groom will seek me out and come shake my hand and thank me for being the influence in her life that I am and for helping her grow in faith and grow in maturity and become the woman that he has now fallen in love with and committed his life to, a woman after God's own heart, and thank me for the influence that I've had on her along the way. Like, that's the way an appropriate relationship looks in your younger years is, I genuinely care about you. I want to be with you. I want the best for you. But I'm also going to recognize that we might not always be together because I haven't put a ring on your finger yet. We might not always be together. So I'm going to behave in such a way that if we don't end up together forever, that we will look back on this with joy and with contentment and with peace and even with like positive memories. We're not going to do anything that we, re- we will regret and we'll make it awkward in the future. And we're going to continue to be each- part of each other's lives because we're that special to each other. That's the way healthy, young dating relationships look. Okay, And a lot of times we get out of these relationships because they don't look that way. They're not bringing us closer to Jesus and they are hurtful. You can't put your you should not be putting yourself in those relationships. You should be getting out of there before you get hurt. Okay? Um, so with all that in mind, and I recognize this is a radical way to think about dating and courting and things. This is not the way the world dates. The world dates selfishly. What can I get out of this for myself? But you as a Christian man, you're dating selflessly. How can I pour into the people around me? How can I get this girl to know Jesus better? How can I be a blessing to this girl? Not what can she do for me? How can she make me feel all that kind of good stuff, right? So with all that in mind, I have three guidelines for you to follow as you walk this path 
and as you begin to date really, really, really intentionally, okay? One, don't ever, 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 never take advantage of a woman in any way, shape, or form. That's emotionally, physically, mentally, don't ever do it, okay? You leave everyone you meet better than you found them and that includes the people that you are dating, okay? And the physical portion of it, I know we talked a little bit about physicality and we're going to talk about it more, but the physical portion of it, like you're, you're, you're creating ties with this person um, that are, they're going to carry forward in the future. And if you stay together, it's going to be always a piece of guilt between you and blame because you've now attached some dirtiness to what you're doing that should be a holy and righteous act. And if it doesn't work out between the two of you, now she's going to carry that baggage to the next dude. So just don't do it. Don't take advantage of her. Treat her like she's a princess in the kingdom of God because she is. And you need to behave like a prince in the kingdom of God. Be that kind of honorable man who everybody can trust with their daughter. Right? And the same thing goes emotionally, especially with like online dating and especially with the ability to text the way that we do. Um, like there's especially young people. We get way like we get almost straight up whorish with the way we share our emotions with each other sometimes. And I think a lot of guys that are super macho in the real world then are just like messy, gushy, and emotional um, in inappropriate ways with girls a lot of times. Like they'll text and text and text and never actually get together in person and never really have a real relationship. But they'll just lean on you and pour into you emotionally um, and place these huge emotional burdens on you. They're taking advantage. So don't be one of those dudes that emotionally takes advantage or, or has an inappropriate level of in, emotional intimacy with someone that they're not really with. Like I said, online, that is really difficult. I recognize that because you're trying to get to know somebody before you meet. I advise against that. Meet as soon as possible and don't build any weird false intimacy before you actually get together and meet. Um, even if, if it's long distance, get together again as soon as possible. Don't try and have any of those big tough conversations. Get together and spend a few days together. Get to know each other as well as possible during those few days. And then while you're apart, yes, go ahead and communicate. But try and have those big building moments together. And don't have any weird emotional intimacy with someone that you're not really serious with. Okay. Second thing, be super careful with physicality. I, like I said, we already talked about this, but touch is the highway to the brain. Um, we show love by touch. Um, especially people like me, like I'm a physical touch guy. That's, that's my number one love language is physical touch. I hug on my bros. I high five people. I'm always making physical contact all the time. Um, and so it's really hard for me when somebody touches me too much and is too um, physically, you know, whatever. It's really, really, really hard for me to keep my mind and my body in the appropriate place, right? And we need to recognize that, you know, like kisses and intimate hugs and things are a part of sexual arousal. Um, and I'm not saying don't do them. I'm not saying they don't have a place. I'm saying you need to use them as a tool for where you are going and not as a tool for entertainment. Um, you've got to make sure that you are like, I like good night kisses and hugs and things are awesome and they're amazing, but keep them to good night kisses and hugs and things, right? You're not like going ham every time you meet each other. You're not like making out on a couch in a room alone. You're not doing all the hot and heavy things because a, you're not trying to build those ties because it's going to make it way harder to break it off if that day comes. And B, 
you're one step away from sexual sin if you're not already there. Like it's really hard to be having like a hardcore half an hour, 45 minute makeout session without any lust going on. Are you kidding? It's not possible. Just, I, you will never convince me that there's no sexual sin going on there. You just won't. Okay. So don't do it. Like good night, hugs and kisses. Hello, hugs and kisses. It's all great and wonderful and do it. But make sure you're using it as a tool to grow closer together in an appropriate way with the end goal in mind and not using them as entertainment and definitely not using each other for pleasure. Okay. Um, and, and again, I'm going to say it again because it's important. When you are going hot and heavy and playing fast and loose with each other, you are one step away from sexual intercourse or from sexual involvement of some kind. Like whether it's going all the way or oral sex or, you know, using your hands or whatever it might be, you are one step away when you're going hot and heavy. Don't play with fire. Like the Proverbs say, you're like a man who heaps coals in his lap. Don't do it. You'd be an idiot to heap coals in your lap. So don't do it. Okay. Third thing, you got to make sure that you are communicating clearly. You want to make sure you are doing this intentionally. Everything you do is intentional. As a man after God's own heart, when you're working with a lady, everything you do is intentional. Actually, as a man after God's own heart, everything you do in your entire life is intentional. Okay? So, make sure your intentions are clear with this young lady. Right away. Tell her where you're at, where you're headed. I'm not saying on the first date you're going to say, I'm going to give you a ring in the next 18 months. That's a bad idea. Don't say that. (laughs) But... Have the conversation. This is what I'm looking for. This is where I hope to go. This is what I want out of life. Start having those those conversations and start communicating with her about where you are and where you see each other. You know, um, after a couple of months of dating, say, okay, I really like you for these reasons. Um, this is what I'm thinking about. This is these are the steps we need to take to get where I hope to go. And ask her, like, what's she thinking? How are we doing? Where are we going? Is this still something she wants to be involved in? Have those conversations. And, A, you're not going to get your heart broken out of nowhere because it's just going to be like the shocking, like, what? We're breaking up? Because you've had honest conversations where you've talked about your insecurities. You've talked about what you're fearful about. You've talked about how things are going. You've talked about what's not going well, what is going well, what you like, what you don't like. You've talked about all those things, and you're going to see those coming you're going to understand why at least when it happens. And it's not going to come out of the blue and hurt you like crazy. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy and not hurt. I'm just saying life is going to go better for you if you communicate clearly. Okay. The other thing is painting a vision for the future. Like if you aren't talking about the future, you don't know what she's thinking about. Maybe she wants to do van life for 15 years and never have any kids. That's fine. She can be a godly woman. You guys can be a godly couple and, and do that. But if you want to live in the suburbs and have eight kids and she doesn't want any babies and she wants to do van life, you're not going to be compatible and you're going to always have some tension between each other because neither of you is really living out the life that you wanted to live. Okay? So talk about those things. Recognize them early on. And if it's not compromises you're willing to make or that are going to be easy to make, it's okay to bail. You don't have to have a moral reason to break up with someone. This is something I really struggled with early on is I always wanted to have like a this immoral thing is happening and therefore we should break up. Sometimes you're just not into each other. That's okay. It's okay to break up with somebody because you're just not that into each other. You don't have to have some moral high ground to break up with somebody. Be honest with them and say, 
these things are the things that I'm not super, I'm not into it. And uh, I think we're going to be better off if we don't pursue this any further. She will respect you. She might not be happy right away, but she will respect you for it. And you will both will be better off in the long run. Okay. And the third thing about communication is you got to have check-ins. You got to talk about things. How are we doing? How are we going? Like, what can I do better? You know, here's what I would like you to do. Um, and I'm not talking about sex, right? Although you should have that conversation in your marriage too. Um, but like, you know, yeah, I noticed that I made you feel a certain way, or I noticed you reacted to this a certain way. You know, what was it? Why didn't you like it? Um, how can I do it better? All those types of things, right? And have that conversation too of, you made me uncomfortable when this happened. I didn't like it when you did this. You ignored my feelings on this event, you know, and, and, and I, I want, like, and, and here's what I need from you. Have those conversations and do those check-ins, okay? Do you think we're going to go long-term? Do you see us going places? Do you blah, 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 and be honest with each other. Have those conversations on your check-ins. And again, your relationship is going to be stronger. And even if it ends, it's going to be a blessing instead of breaking each other's hearts. Okay? So, as you're pursuing a woman after God's own heart and eventually looking for a marriage partner, right? Eventually looking for your Ezer Konegdo, you can do three things. Communicate super, super clearly all the time. Over-communicate. Always communicate. Okay? Guys don't always do that well. So, over-communicate and communicate all the time. Okay? Two, be careful with physicality. Don't go too far and make sure that you're not using each other as tools for pleasure. Okay? Use physicality as a tool to build a relationship with each other. And wait to tie those bonds until you're married and you've made a commitment for life to each other. Okay? And three, never take advantage of anybody. You don't, you're not using people. People aren't tools. So don't use them. Don't use them for emotional gratification or physical gratification. And don't play games with them. They're not toys. They're not tools. So don't play with people. Okay? I love you all, gentlemen. You are good men. You are men after God's own heart. Can't wait to see you next time. Go be the men that God created you to be. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, and publishing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. We hope it helps you along your journey to be a man after God's own heart. Be sure to check out the Gird Up channel on YouTube. There you will find many podcast episodes just like this one, but you will also find exclusive video content geared at helping you be the man that God created you to be by introducing you to other godly men, teaching you how to behave, study, dress, act, eat, and live like a man of God, and you'll find devotions to help you grow in faith. Please consider supporting Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping in the online store at girdupministries.com, or by making a $5 cup of coffee donation at girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure that you like, follow, friend, and subscribe to Gird Up and our guests on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Those links are in the description. And as always... We will be praying for you on your journey. Blessings, men. Time to gird up and go be the man that God created you to be.